0: That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
1: Hey, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the motorator. DeAndre here with Bill Goldberg. I see you in your studio and out the window. The team's putting together the, the simulator.
2: Advanced simulator guys from Montreal, dude, are the bomb. I mean, they have introduced me to this sim racing, and uh, I I com- completely get it how my son could be addicted to these video games. Yeah, because the first lap I ran last night was a one twenty one. His rep, one of the guys' records is one minute. I got down to one oh seven in ten laps, and. It's like, okay, well, I got I just knocked 14 seconds off my time and nine laps. If I do nine more, I guarantee you I can you know, <laughs> cut it, right? So, I mean, then you have this argument with yourself. and It's a weird deal, man. But let's just say that I'm going to be spending a shitload of time on this thing just so I can kick my wife's ass. That's
1: <laughs> well, we know she's fast, so right. – yeah. <laughs> Uh, what- so, I moved the Z20. I moved the z
2: we, They patterned it right after the Z28. So, I just took the Z28 off of a lift and drove it around, you know, for the first time in, I don't know, five years. and yeah. uh, Cranked right up, man. Ready right to rock. Just patterned it after the cover. So, I can't wait, man. These guys are terrific. Like I said, advanced sim racing out of uh, Montreal, Canada. Uh, I, I, I think they're at the top of the echelon in the space. And uh, people have been very um complementary of the setup. And for me, I you know I have no idea what's good, what's bad. So um I'm very appreciative of these guys doing what they did. Like six guys came down from Canada yesterday. So they are uh as you can see kind of still rolling on it right now.
1: And what what track were you driving on? VIR. VIR. Oh okay. Yeah.
2: It was just uh just kind of to, to get the feel of the car i mean this this thing's so sensitive it literally takes on the characteristics of whatever you're driving and mm-hmm. you know whether it's weight transfer whether it's brake you know whatever it is you can dial these things in so and it's a what a money pit right i mean <laughs> you move these simulators and then you go online and you get your two year subscription and then you got to buy cars and you buy tracks. You, I mean, good God, this is going to be nuts. I may have to go back to work for this, but um, <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of fun. Man. It, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I see you're in your studio and uh, uh, you guys that are listening, we, we, I saw your comments and we heard we're going to work on the audio. We got to get the microphone to work. In yeah. Your- oh yeah. And, and the funny part is, is
2: that the, uh, that the uh, computer team came down from, I think either Austin or Dallas, and uh, yeah, they laughed at my setup in here too. And uh, I made an appointment with them to come down and, and professionally do up the room. So get it, get it,
1: get it set up. There you go. I see the red eye. Uh, 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 whatever the, not the picture, but the red eye thing Behind you, no, over on the floor over there in the back. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, man. I wonder where I got that cool. <laughs> I saw that thing back there. That thing's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the demons
2: on the other side, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys can't see it. There's like, um, they're like metal plates, like metal uh, statues, and so I got the Shelby one up over. In my in my garage, it was a gift room. from
2: a, from an extremely close friend.
1: <laughs> and then yes, you see that see that bulldog in the middle, right? I there? do see the bulldog. Yeah, Wanda
2: made that for me for for uh, uh, Father's Day.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, it's fantastic! Yeah, it's look, it's all coming together. I uh, see so you got the walls are done. You got pictures up on the wall. You got some uh, memorabilia going around. So um, yeah, yeah, I just, you know. We'll get the yeah. microphone dialed in and we'll, be, we'll yeah. be... Sorry, ladies and gentlemen,
2: but the podcast room is at the end of my list, okay? I mean, yeah. let's be really honest. I got to get this freaking monstrosity tightened up and finished. Uh, last week, you know, month or this week, Monday, we had the final clean. So, uh, quote unquote, everyone should be out of here and everything should be done.
1: Except but, garage stores. What the fuck? But the problem is <laughs> that,
2: you know, last Friday, I get the fourth fuck, or the fifth fucking set of my garage doors, my 24 foot garage doors. And there's been issues from the beginning. Um, I'm not complaining about the construction of the garage doors because they're, they're awesome. I mean, Clo is, is the company that built these things and they did so, yeah. anything, anything and everything just to make it right. It's Texas overhead doors, the garage door company that has, you know, the lift masters and the, all the mechanicals to, to raise and lower these things, man, I'll tell you what, I have had nothing but problems with these guys. And I hate the land-based people, but if you're paid up front, you know, do your job correctly. Don't have yeah. to come back 15 freaking times to do it. And, uh, you know, it's just been a thorn in my side. So um,
1: Texas Overhead Doris, thank you and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I understand it's been a it's been a battle. The doors themselves, like you said, th- those are pretty those are pretty badass. But just yeah, the, door, them the right. doors
2: aesthetically they're beautiful. It's functionally that is the issue. You know, yeah. it's it's you know they recalculated the weight and uh, put larger springs, or the largest springs you can put on them, and now just everything's just not working. It's not coinciding with each other. I, I don't, I don't get it. I'm a, right. I at my wits in it, it, man. so and see what it does is it pushes off the podcast room, right? I got to rectify that first. And then I can't get in here and do this, but
1: we're on our way. Getting there. Inch and forward. It's, it's frustrating because you're at the finish line. That's when things go so slow, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it, 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 it's, uh, I get it. It's frustrating for sure. And I know uh, I know Adam's been working on, Corolla's been working on his new garage for, for a couple of years and then, you know, it got held up by a couple of things. First, it was permits, it sat there forever. And California is the worst with that. It just sits there and costs money, you know, like oh, yeah. right, for doing nothing, just sitting there. Uh, anyway, we got most of that stuff, re- all of that stuff I think I resolved and, you know, and you you build this beautiful mezzanine and this glass staircase and and then they you know the state comes in and they're like where's the second staircase what if there's a fire and what you, you know what do you do and do you know you know uh you know so our 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 guy Sean there was like a like a back area and he just he just welded up a set of staircases himself like i think what he ended up doing is is he's so good about like getting on to these various like auction sites where you know uh forklifts and and all kinds of gear and oftentimes there's just there's just raw metal like uh like steel beams that they they weren't using that you can get for you know pennies on the dollar and and he would find uh just kind of like a little bit older you know kind of worn down metal staircase that got us like 80% there Right. Yeah. Some somebody was doing something on a building. They, you know, they cut staircase out. So he's like, "Oh, well, that's close to what we need. So why don't I just buy that for you know two or three grand?" Which, and the staircase world is really cheap, by the way. Hell oh, yeah, you know, it is. Yeah, compared to
2: fifty for the freaking view rail.
1: Yeah. Right. So that's what we. That's what Adams did on on his view rail, right? So uh, a couple of grand for the metal staircase, and then he finishes it because it needs to be a certain height and whatnot. So, and so he just, you know, welds on like three more steps, grinds the whole things down, gives it a a coat of the fire resistant paint. And, uh, and, you know, in, in a few days, he built himself a back staircase that you, he's kind of hidden. It's kind of closed off. It's just, it's the emergency exit basically. But uh
3: yeah. I, it, remember if, I remember at one
2: point we had that issue. There had to be a second staircase and I think that just disappeared.
1: Well, look, I, the rules are different, uh, California and Texas, and I imagine state to state. And yes, as you build your staircase, there are certain rules about how wide it is. Can someone go up and down at the same time? That kind of fits the bill, right? If it's, if it's narrow and only one person can fit, you get jammed up. If someone's going up and someone's going down, and both said, "I'll run them over," <laughs> yeah, right. There's no jamming up anywhere. Yeah, I'll just yeah, toss yeah, them yeah. off the view right? Just uh, pick them up and uh, throw them over your shoulder. You're going the direction I'm going now. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, now uh, you're going with me. Apparently, in case of a fire, <laughs> it's it's an issue. So, um, okay, so going on in the car world. Did you read about this uh this guy that's been on the forums with his Dodge uh Hellcat. He's got a new Hellcat, a 2023 2023 Hellcat. Um that is uh you know it's a wide body jailbreak nice nice car, but he claims that all he did was exhaust on the car and and he just did like whatever the 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 resonator or the middle muffler or something he said all he's done was was basically remove that. He has untouched the car. but then the car started to lose compression uh, and basically fried the motor oh, and shit. and he went in and he said, uh, my motor's broken. the car's brand new. I need to get it replaced under warranty. And uh, Stellantis said, excuse me, they said, uh, no can do. You you tampered with emissions and that voids the warranty. And he's like, no, no, I just did the mid muffler delete. That's what it was, which shouldn't change the, the the emissions at all. He's an untouched, the cat, and they ran the computer in the car and they go, no, <laughs> you flash the computer. You did something to the computer, which he did not tell them. Because what I think what happened was is he probably did a tune. And then when he brought the car in, because it was breaking, he put the stock tune back in, which by the way, eh, that's kind of the point of a, of a good tune or a handheld tuner is you can go back to stock, you can diagnose, you can do whatever. But what happens it is- have a, But it does have a memory. It it does. If you ever flash the computer in these cars, especially the Dodge cars, uh, it, it puts a code, this P1400. It's an aftermarket calibration detected, warranty coverage confirmation required. And it basically hard codes it in there. Even when you put the back tune- but the the basic the stock tune back in it hard codes it and says that y- an aftermarket tune was installed. I right.
2: can honestly say I'm very familiar with that code.
1: Right. Okay. There
3: you go. <laughs>
1: yes. There you go. Listen, I, I my my Mustang, my Mach One. You know, when I was doing twin turbos and stuff on it, I get it. We we did the emissions tested kit. It's submitted to be emissions legal. But I knew that we would have to tune the car and do this stuff and it was going to void the warranty to a point. Now when i say void the warranty, if my headliner falls out, right? That's, that's different because they can't correlate my engine issues to the headliner. One has to do one has to be relevant to the other. So yeah. uh so apparently he did some sort of tune and uh by the way, the bill he got from the dealer to replace the engine was $36,000. <laughs> uh <laughs> um so uh kind, kind of screwed with that, but I get the moral of the story is if you want to modify your car, I'm all for that great mm-hmm. but you gotta know what you are getting yourself into 100
2: percent and I, and and let's be perfectly honest the fact that this is about the first story that I've heard like that going public right yeah complaining. That's pretty amazing considering how long. Well,
1: now there's, there's, there's two issues here. Cautionary tales. One is if you're going to do something to your car, you do run the risk of losing your warranty. If you're going to tune it or modify it. Listen, if you're changing wheels and tires, very unlikely. But but that's yeah. Now, the second cautionary tale is be very mindful of what you're doing to the car and who's doing it. In this particular case, not only did they flash the computer, but it sounds like they got a terrible tune that blew the engine. You got to be very good. You know, like you mentioned, you know, obviously Mario at GearHeads, it's tuned, uh, you know, a, a million of these things. He's got the time and experience to know what what works and what doesn't work. Why, play, sure... why play Russian
2: roulette with a thirty five thousand dollar
1: motor? Right for what? For a seven hundred dollar tune, you're trying to oh. save a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, or or you're you find the one guy online that's like everybody's tune gets you. 80 horsepower. Mine gets you 93 horsepower. I go something's wrong there. If everybody else is saying a safe tune is 80, and you want to push it to 93, you know, as an example, I don't know what the horsepower is. I go, oh, I don't know if it's worth it. You know, let's, what I'm be, saying? let's be let's be perfectly honest.
2: If anyone is advertising that they can get more horsepower out of that motor than Mario is getting, it's wrong.
1: It's it's wrong. And listen, he knows this because he's blowing up his fair share of motors Many <laughs> times. Many times. And he's right? working hand-in-hand hand
2: with Dodge. Yeah. You know, on 170, on the Demon, and all yeah. other things. And so... Yeah.
1: Listen, I, I like I like what the guys at stita are doing with Mustangs. I like what uh, Ken Lingenfeld doing with, with the Corvettes and the GM brands and the trucks. But he's got... All these guys got the time uh, invested in... You know, time and the they money the invested. In getting it
2: done. Yeah, they yeah. got the experience in the field. I mean, let's be yeah. perfectly honest, man. You know, Lehman Felty, you're not going to think twice about getting anything done from them, right?
1: Right, because you exactly.
2: you know, right. before he does anything, he is
1: bulletproofed, you know. And he'll back it up if, if, if something happens. He'll back it up. Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know, just kind of an interesting story. I mean, listen, I feel bad for this guy. He wanted to hot rod his car a little bit. And he kind of wanted to do it in a fairly mild way. He's like, I'm just going to do a tune and do the the mid-muffler delete, get a little more sound out of it. And this potentially is costing him, you know, a, a new engine, $36,000 bill. Hopefully something gets worked out. But this got escalated up the chain. Like the guy put the word out. I don't know if it's on forums or through dealers or whatever. And uh, it went up to the CEO, Tim Kaniskis. And their VP, Steve Standard, that's according to this article. Uh, And Caniscus gave it attention. And he's the one who came back and said, we're showing the PCM was flashed, voided the warranty. I can't help you. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he reaches out and he's like, "I I don't know, like, I'll get you a deal on a new engine. I'll save you a couple grand on a new engine, you know. You know, um, you know, through through your your dealer or something, you know, but you know, a ten percent discount is not a a full warranty deal, but it is what it is. I, I, it's a hard position to be
2: in if you're Dodge.
1: Yeah, listen, it's it's a it's a shitty situation for everybody involved. Well, you know, I'm sure Dodge wants to to do something, but this guy also, you know effectively broke his car again, not, not knowing what the whole story is or kind of how things happened. Um, And if they do it for him, they're going to
2: open up a bag of
1: worms. Right. You know, he, they, you know what I'm saying? You're right. Is there's probably a handful of other people out there or more than a handful that are 50 in line waiting
2: to see what happens.
1: Right. That, that also blew the engine and they know full well it's not under warranty. They know what they did. So they're not even they're not even making a fuss about it cuz they're like, "Eh, I fucked up." You know, but they're I, waiting for a bone, you know. Yeah, to- right. Uh anyway, so I I just kind of wanted to get into that cuz we all modify our cars and that's that's the risk you take. And, you know, uh you look at the car and you're like, "I, you know, it is what it is." You know, my my Mach One, it's only got a few thousand miles on it. It's a year old, you know. Built it up for SEMA, and you know, at one hand, I'm like, I could have waited a few years, or do I want to get it done? Um. Anyway, that's where we are. Uh, the,
2: the give me give me give me two seconds here. Hold
1: on. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, the other thing that. Uh, Hold on, hold on. We have an
2: uh, affidavit.
3: Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Chris. Nice to meet you. Hi, Chris. How are you? Doing good. Who are you with? I'm with uh, with? ViralTech.com. We do custom, uh, fully built custom uh, computers for gaming and creating and podcasting and sim racing. Well, that's
1: fantastic. So we're literally live doing a podcast right now, and I see you guys working on the simulator back there. And when you're done- But but, but most
3: importantly, what else are you going to help me with? We're going to get this whole podcast studio and set up looking like a million bucks. Good, I right? oh, well, Because, because right is, now this ain't working, right? Yeah, Look, the
1: microphone is not working it's, and it's and it's oh, a little right. echoey and, and we've been making promises to the audience for a long time.
3: Oh, for no, three, we'll, we'll help those promises come to fruition here. For, for
1: three years <laughs> we're going to get it done. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, I kind of like
3: a professional. will sound just as good as yours because he's got the equipment and everything for it, so... I just don't have the knowledge to put it all together.
1: <laughs> That's it. I appreciate the help and uh, uh, good luck setting up the simulator. It sounds awesome. I know Bill was oh, on be the epic. other day.
3: Great to share everybody, it's going to be epic, especially when he starts calling out people and uh, asking who's next. I already, I already called out. Well, he, he called, called out, out his
1: wife. So
3: <laughs> well, no, yeah, I know she's going
1: to. But but Watt is I already pretty fast. Er-
2: I called out Earnhardt uh, yesterday, and I called out George St. Pierre.
1: So, okay hopefully. okay well that's an interesting uh, mix i'm not yeah. sure earnhardt you're kind of swinging for the fences right out the get-go but <laughs> oh, absolutely <Yeah. laughs>
3: it's gonna be good it's gonna be good content nonetheless i'll get at least i'll get carried
1: <laughs> yeah right uh well it's it's a good person to learn from for for sure but thanks All man right. i appreciate you there working on this stuff and uh hopefully next week when we record we'll uh We'll, we'll also well, that, I don't know. Bit. I don't know if it's going to be that way. Yeah,
3: <laughs> probably not next
2: week. It ain't going to be next week. <laughs> All right, it's, it's, it's coming. Soon. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Where are you guys? To make sure that you know, everybody knew I wasn't fibbing, right? Okay, so we got the man in person. He exclaimed that we were going to get it done, and we're going to get it done. So
1: I, everybody out there, shut up.
3: I'm trying. Yeah, we work with a lot of uh, the top streamers and gamers out there, Twitch streamers, YouTubers. So we're uh, pretty well versed in the uh, in the area. So we're looking forward to. That.
1: Where are you guys based out of?
3: We're based out of an hour north of Cincinnati in Dayton, Ohio. I was completely wrong.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Quite a yeah. little haul coming down there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But it is well worth it. I mean, the, the sim is absolutely epic. The design that we put on it is fully custom for, with his branding. And it's got car gauges on it, the Z28 logo. It's just a fully custom work, workhorse. So we had to uh, deliver it in person. Didn't want to just mail it.
1: Right on. And tell us this the is name. There's no way I could have put it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. It would have been sitting in a box. <laughs> it
3: would
1: be sitting in a box for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, buddy. Give us the name of your company one more time.
3: Uh, viral. V Y R A L is the name of the company. And the website's V Y R A L T E Q dot com. And then, uh, so on, on all of our socials, you can just find us as viral. V Y R A L.
1: Awesome, man. Thanks so much. I appreciate you popping Thank in and saying hello. Okay, so uh, I'm fine. So there you
2: go.
1: So there you go. There there you go. Uh yeah, no, I, I it sounds uh it sounds like they're putting together a good good uh setup over there. So um yeah, it's nice to have uh, nice guys like that be able to come in and help you with with some of this stuff. I know well, that's the studio. That's an, absolute, yeah. that's an absolute
2: understatement, especially when you're computer illiterate like me.
1: Um
2: which I don't have to prove because it's, I've been doing it.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it works. We're recording. We're just, we're going to get it dialed in. We, we, we promised people we're going to get dialed in and now we're doing it. We're doing it. I yes. mean, we took a few tries at it already, but it's not like there was no effort. put in it.
2: it will be professionally done here. Soon.
1: Um, I, I want to touch on this, uh, the Genesis that I was driving. This is the fourth in a row, um, mm-hmm. Again, super impressed across the board with what Genesis is doing. I I really think they are uh, a viable player against the other luxury brands, the German brands. So the Genesis, this is the Genesis, Genesis Electrified GV70. So I had the GV60, which the GV60 seemed like the smaller SUV. And then this one, that was the compact. This one's small, but I don't know, maybe... Maybe like X3 size. Um, but it's interesting because it has essentially the same drivetrain as the GV60, just in a slightly different package. Uh, mm-hmm. It's sharp looking. It looks good. The one they sent me is the the matte gray. It's like a satin gray. I think they call it a matte gray. Um, it's It's not like full on like primer gray. It has a little bit of a satin finish to it. Mm-hmm which you're familiar with when you were doing the, the different wraps from XPEL really? on your truck, you did the satin finish wrap and then you did, the you know, the gloss wrap. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. Um, it scoots along. Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty fast. It, it it's gotta be, I don't know, zero to 60 in under four seconds. Like yeah. it, it scoots pretty good. Um, it has, uh, it's 429 horsepower, all wheel drive, 516 pound feet of torque. But then it's got this boost button on the steering wheel, like we talked about before. It's kind of like a little electronic, like nitro shot. It You hit it. F, F1
3: button, right?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like the push the pass button, uh, you know, as well. And it, it gives you about 50 horsepower. It goes from 429 to 483 for a, a 10 second burst. Now, of course that does eat up some battery. So, you know, it's fun to play around with. If you're going on a little bit longer trip, uh, like I went to orange County this weekend, I dropped off, um, uh, some of the Bravago product at our, at our, uh, warehouse where we do the fulfillment for the online orders. Um, so I didn't hit the, I didn't hit that button too many times because I was eating up my range. Uh, but it's, it's cool. It's fun. The interior is good. It's uh, It handles well. It's a smooth ride. Um, You know, this is the press car, so they want it to look good in photos, so they sent me the matte gray with the white interior. For the love of God, don't get the white interior. I mean, the steering wheel is white. I mean, it looks really nice uh in the in the photos but you're gonna have to just get like a, a black or something interior because it's it, everything just gets super dirty i've wiped it down three times and in the five days i've i've driven it just <laughs> because i want to you know keep it clean i don't want to ruin the car for anybody else keep it clean and keep taking different photos and stuff of it um i i think it's a it was it was probably my favorite Of the four Genesis cars that I've driven. Wow. Um, I didn't expect that. And uh, I I drove the big sedan, which I liked. There was a few things on it, which kind of like luxury things that I could do without. The the power doors like you sit in the car we talked about it last week i believe but the you you get in the car and you hit the button and the door closes for you but when you get out of the car and close the door it's really heavy and you can never really close the door properly and it just it was weird trying to get used to it i i think if you owned it you know after a few weeks you'd get used to it but it was just kind of a a weird thing um so that i could end up doing without i get it like the rolls royce like wraith has it and the dawn yep. has it but the door opens suicide door, right? So you can't reach it. So you have to hit the button. So that it makes sense. Um, The G90 had the massaging seats just like the G70, but they were better in the G90 uh, for sure. Uh, uh, They were a little bit stronger and they had more options to it. Uh, But the G70 has a nice uh, setup as well. Uh, I would say if there's a, a flaw for the car, it's it's the range. It's 236 miles. It's fine around town. It's just I don't know, with so many cars getting more range these days, I would like to have seen at least around, you know, like a 275, 280. You know, that extra 40, 50 miles uh does make a bit of a difference. Like I said, I did the I just did a easy road trip to Orange County and back. We stopped off at the at the warehouse. We went and got some food, went to, went to Fashion Island at like Newport Beach and and drove back and i calculated it out and it's pretty accurate you know unlike my lightning the range was pretty accurate but i knew i was going to come home with about you know 20 to 30 mile range left and i was like right on the money like by the time i got home about about 25 mile range now once that happened Around town, I only go two three miles, so it's no big deal. I go from my house to the warehouse here where I charge it. It's three miles round trip, so it wasn't that big of a deal but yes if you if you had to make a detour or something like that uh you would have to you know you'd have to stop and get some charge or a quick and charge stop
2: by fucking Internal combustion. Or internal <laughs> combustion
1: or, or yeah. But listen, the Tesla Model Y, um, the BMW iX, the Jaguar I-Pace, the Audi Q8, these are all competitors. And they all have, other than maybe the Audi, they all have a little bit more range. You know, the Tesla and the BMW are over 300 miles, 330 and 324. So uh, 236 is a little on the low end. Hopefully we'll get there. With Thirty-six
2: these. to me is just useless. I mean, yeah. you're, and, paying, you're paying sixty, seventy thousand dollars for a car. You can only drive two fifty, and then how long do you have to charge it to get the two fifty
1: back? Uh yeah, it's it's several hours for sure. From for a full charge, from if you if you've got it down to twenty miles and you wanted the full charge, probably about seven hours. Fucking moronic. <laughs> yeah, a little crazy. A uh, little crazy, but, but you have to plan uh, your day around. It's it makes no sense to me. I mean, you're they kind of want you to be like you're done for the day. You bring it home. You charge it overnight. You wake up in the morning and it's it's ready to go. But
2: you can only go two thirty throughout that whole twelve hour day, right?
1: Yes, it's not it's not the ideal road trip car, um, but I like
2: how you under, understand.
1: Uh, but I I will say for whatever it's worth having been driving a lot of electric cars, all the Genesis cars, my lightning and stuff. Um, when I drove the G90, which is a gas engine car. And especially for like, for me in LA, uh, you, you kind of forget what a pain in the ass, the gas station is, you know, I, I, you roll up, you're waiting in line, you're standing there and, and, uh, but you don't have to be there for seven
2: fucking hours.
1: No, no, you're you're there for seven minutes. Um, and, you know, but here in it's LA and it's people are walking up and they're asking you for money and, and they're just it's just a lot kind of going on. Uh, you realize what sensory overload the gas station is. Now, again, you can plan it around a different thing. But by the way, if like if you wanted to hit up the Costco gas station uh, for the inexpensive gas, which a lot of people do, I I, I still do it. It's a 30 minute wait over here by me. There's lines packed in like they got a good flow going on. The people that are there directing traffic, they make it a pretty efficient, but it's a 30 minute wait to get to get gas. And uh, I don't know. It's just in
2: comparison to seven
1: hours. It does. But but I come here, I plug in. The car, and then I come into the office and I work, or I do the podcast, or do whatever. So it's kind of about time management. Then, Um, if
2: if you if if you have to go to the hospital or somewhere very quickly, your car is
1: unusable. There are there are some issues. I I I I agree. I agree. I see you trying to play this fence, and it's not working. I I don't I don't want to make it sound like <laughs> like this is the best solution is by far the best solution. It is an alternative solution and I I don't mind the fact of if you have the means to have a gas engine vehicle and the electric vehicle uh you know um if you can have a few of these toys like what's behind me in the garage then yes that's
2: different than you're because you're not completely relying on upon it for transportation you're relying upon it for for extracurricular transportation
1: yes yes or you're you know or you got you know your tow vehicle or your your road trip vehicle if you're really into that Your overlander you do whatever right so i get it but anyway uh the one that i drove was the prestige um trim model, uh, as tested is about 73 grand. Um, you know, again, I, I like Audi, but I drove that Q4 and I think I like this a little better, especially at, at a similar price. Um, I would like to get into the Audi, um, uh, the Q8 e-tron, the bigger e-tron kind of the coupe version and see how that is. That should be about uh 300 mile range. I think, I don't know if it's, with the big battery or or the performance version but um I drove like the Audi Q8 RS like the the batshit crazy super fast. It's basically the Audi version of the Lamborghini Urus. And I drove the Urus super fun, drove the Audi super fun. I'd like to see what their EV version is. Uh and see if it's if it's fun. So maybe we'll we'll try to get into that at some point but um I'll post some pictures of this thing and you guys can, can see it. And, and listen, driving it around town and the size compared to my truck is way more convenient, easy to park. Uh, and it, and it looks good. And people were asking about it. Like, you know, um, even the 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 nice lady that comes and delivers the mail, she's like, what is that? It's like, that's the Genesis. She's like, I love that color. It's like, yeah, it's a matte gray. That's a factory color. You could order it that way. She's like, ah, I love that. She's like, you're the guy I need to talk to when I want to buy a car. It's like, come on over, knock on the door anytime you want. Uh, we've got some of the local PD that come over here too. They they are, the warehouse is in this little industrial park. So this is where they hide out and eat their Chick-fil-A. <laughs> they- oh. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they park uh, out front, which I don't mind that either.
2: Have they, they defunded them yet?
1: Um, well, I mean, they're eating Chick-fil-A, so... <laughs> oh no, <laughs> So I'm, I'm not quite sure. Um, all right, so we're going to... I think we're going to wrap things up. I've got to uh, jump on another call, but um, I will just throw this out there. You know, the Ram EV that we saw, we saw the concept vehicle, cool as shit. We saw the production vehicle... less cool less cool but one of the features that it had was um it had this other screen in front of the passenger right so the passenger can look at different things and um uh on a screen in front of them we saw that i think a corvette a couple of other vehicles ferrari are doing it and i think the idea of that um played well in the ram ev that it's we're looking like it's going to trickle down to the to the ram lineup so the ram 1500 may get that they're doing a little bit of facelift on that on that sort of a a mid-cycle refresh as you would expect you know different bumpers and trims and maybe lighting and stuff and this could be one of the things that you guys can see in there as well so if you're kind of on the edge of you know between getting a ram and the ram ev well look at the new ram 1500 that'll That'll be coming out as a 2025 model year. So probably sooner than 25, but as a 25 model year, you might be able to see that option. could be kind of interesting, especially because the trucks are so big. And if you want to see some of that information or access some of that information on the touchscreen, um, I think it's a useful little tool. So uh, yeah, that's it. What do you think? We're going to wrap it up, go back out and uh, see how those guys are doing on the sim. Wrap it up. Or I gotta go put some laps in. <laughs> go put some laps in for sure. Uh, all right, guys, we appreciate you as always, and appreciate you guys getting the orders in on uh, on drink bravago. Um, uh, guys, uh, hopefully you like it. Seem to like it. Um, I think we're we're getting close to getting it down at the belly up down in San Diego. Uh, the, the, the restaurant and club down there. Adam Kroll is doing a show I think June 4th and we should have it on the menu. At least one of the flavors we'll have on the menu down there. So come on down and see Adam do some stuff and uh, and have a bravado with me. Hell yeah. yeah, sounds good. Alright guys, until next time, keep the air in the spare in the bag in the wheel.
0: Done.